The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, January 15th. 2022 and 2021 is behind us now but where does that leave us in the cigar industry what is the state of the cigar industry we'll find that out as my annual state of the cigar industry addresses right here with me also we have some explosive news not one but two firecrackers will launch in 2022 and we'll tell you all about them Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, at thecigarauthority.com. Remember we used to set it and forget it? What was there that? There was, yeah, the Ron Papil thing. Yeah, that was subscribing? It was subscribing. Subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Okay. Hey, we're going to smoke a cigar that is not in uh, in the United States yet. Uh, it's been out there for a while, but it's well, not in the United States. It's in our store, in which our is store, in the United but States. But it hasn't been distributed okay. into the United States. All right. Uh, so, Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar is the Montosa Maduro, which I enjoy saying, and it's manufactured in the Dominican <laughs> Republic by Arnold Andre, and it will be distributed here in the U.S. by United Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a San Andreas wrapper over a Brazilian Bahia Sumatra binder with fillers from Dominican, Nicaragua, and Brazil. Single price and box price is to be determined, but it will be available at twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it Since once again. Since we just went over, no one has it. Yes, but eventually <laughs> they will once United yes. gets the distribution going, but it will be at twoguyscigars.com. They are saying we'll have it in February. Uh, we have samples of it now, which is nice for us to be able to end up trying it anyway. But they've been selling this over in Europe. They're changing the packaging a little because... In Europe, you have to have all kinds of warning labels because cigars are actually not good for you if you smoke them in Europe. When you come to the United States, it's all bets are off because there's no warning label. It doesn't say it's bad. I'm glad we're here. Except for California. Yeah, California, they're bad also. Um, So let's give it a light and cut. I I understand this to be in the $6 range, Hmm. actually. It's very oily, and and the wrapper's gorgeous. It looks visually a lot more than a $6 cigar. Yeah, I hear it's going to start around $6 on the Robusto and go from there. Um, I think we have a good value cigar when it comes to this one, but let's get to it. Uh, It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. 
Oh, that's uh, the crust on a wheat bread. No, nah, I'm getting, Dave will get this. I'm getting a ding dong. Wow. <laughs> For Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the detachable kind. Ding dong. <laughs> wow. Do you remember? Um, Here we Skip go. Skip I'm Nowhere near. I'm going to. Skip Martin. Remember he sent like a case of yeah. boxes of ding dongs? Uh-huh. Oh, my it's God. It's there, isn't it? Just ding dong to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In case our German friends are listening, that's a compliment. Yes, that is. <laughs> So a ding dong is chocolate cake. That's his maiden name. With the cream filling and chocolate on the outside of of what it is. Um, German chocolate cake? It's not really, but we're going to light our German chocolate (laughs) cake (laughs) with the Attaché 2 by Vertigo. This yeah, we didn't set That's up the all right. camera shot. This is a uh, <laughs> single-action lighter. You press the button down, and a soft flame comes to life, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you get easy adjustment, all for the low price of fourteen ninety-nine. That is the Attaché 2 by Vertigo. Two. Okay. I like a soft flame from time to time. Me too. And it's important. We're smoking indoors, so we don't need a jet lighter. But there is a big difference between the burning temperature of a soft flame versus a jet flame lighter to the tune of uh, it's about 400 degree difference. So with a soft flame, you want your cigar to be at a 45 degree angle with the head being higher than the foot for people who are listening. So you can trap the heat, whereas with a jet flame lighter, you would light it in a reverse angle. So the additional heat shoots off and that way you're not scorching wrappers. All right, this is kind of full-bodied. If, if I did the ash holes one puff and that's Delar or whatever the hell it goes on over there. Um, You're on like every week. How do you not know what I the- know. I've been on the past three, two or two weeks, and I think I'll be on this Tuesday also. Yeah. You know, Dave, the Whiskey Miser points out that the old-school ding-dongs were wrapped in foil. Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. I remember that you'd be eating lunch at school cafeteria. You'd have your ding-dong, roll it up in a ball, and you would hit some kid in the head with it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And that was playful. <laughs> oh, he's playful. And that's how we were. So I'll tell you a little about um, Arnold Andre, um, the company that owns this brand. Because is it named they, after a guy? I believe so. There's an so. actual guy. Is he alive? Arnold, Arnold I don't, Andre? I don't think he is. But he's got two first names, right? Which is great, right? Yeah. Um, Arnold Andre was founded in 1817, over 100 mm-hmm. years ago, in Germany, and is the largest machine-made manufacturer in Germany. It entered the premium cigar space in 2011. So it's been 11 years that they've been doing premium handmade cigars. After purchasing a facility in the Dominican Republic, which I have visited, and has distribution of their premium cigars only in Europe. It also distributes, distributes cigars in Germany for J.C. Newman, Fuente, La Aurora, Hoy de Nicaragua, Toscano, and previously Davidoff. So they're players. Big players. So this reminds me of when, when um, a company came in and bought Oliva which was Jay Cortez, and people didn't know who that was, gigantic. This also reminds me when somebody, uh, Henry Wintermans, came in and bought CAO and became Scandinavian Tobacco, uh, owner of General Cigar. People think General bought them, but it was the opposite. Um, 
these European companies, you don't realize how gigantic they are. And here comes Arnold Andre. Uh, it will begin its distribution in the U.S. through United Cigars. Their brands will make their first appearance here on the Cigar Authority right now. This is the first time in the U.S. smoking one of their brands because hmm. it wasn't here. Yes, somebody could have went to Germany, I guess, and purchased the, one of the cigars in the cigar store and came back with it. I guess that's possible. Which has happened because at twoguyscigars.com, somebody reached out to the info page, ecstatic that these cigars were coming to the U.S., said it's one of his favorite cigars, and every time he goes over to Europe, and specifically Germany, he makes sure to, to buy well, more than enough. Well, it's hmm. 11 years they've yep. been there. So they do have a following. They will be at the upcoming Tobacco Plus Expo on January 26th and will be featured, uh, will be featuring two of their four lines, um, Montosa and Terra Nova, in two variations. Now, Terra Nova means, I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Montosa yeah, let's first. Not, let's not skip ahead. This is enthralling. The Montosa line is offered two different ways. Maduro that was smoking, and a natural. The natural uses an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Mexican San Andreas binder, and filler from the Dominican Republic's Criollo and Palato, Paloto. Also tobaccos from Java in Indonesia. So not, not going to be your grandfather's Connecticut right no. there. That's going to have a little, a a little, little beef to it. The company calls it mild to medium body, uh, distinctly spicy with a creamy finish. The fuller-bodied, which was smoking, is the Montosa Maduro. Uses a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Bahia Sumatra binder from Brazil, and a mixture of Dominican, Nicaragua, and Brazilian tobaccos. So it's not actually even the same blend as the natural. It tastes a little bit like uh, like a wintergreen gum. Not a lifesaver. I mean, I, you could go lifesaver. All right. I mean, winter green's winter green, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I don't get it. It's cause it, because it's a green band. I'm not looking at it, the band. I'm just smoking it. Really? Now, There's a minty tastes like component. A, tastes like a Christmas tree. Because of the green band. Yeah, yeah. It tastes nothing like it. Right. I just, yeah, I had to go there. So that is something that was brought up many, many years ago in the, in the cigar boom, that a cigar would come out with a green band and it would not get popular because people would think it was moldy or it would have a grassy finish mm -hmm. and stuff because the band does play a big thing to it. But here's a green band. Who doesn't like mint, though? It's a winter band. Yeah. The uh, Montosa Natural is an orange band. Hmm. Very different than what's, what's on the market. So now their other line that's going to come to the U.S. along with Montosa is a brand called Terra Nova. Um, and Terra Nova means New World. That is a brand that does not exist in Germany. It, it's made for the New World because here is this company, Amlandre, that's been making cigars now for 105 years. They've never actually come to the United States. After 105 years, here it is. So here is the brand that they're bringing forward to their new world, which, you know, the Cuban brands, um, you go to Germany, they have Cuban cigars and they have new world cigars. Mm -hmm. So right. here is Terra Nova New World. And it's available in two blends also, but not natural in Maduro. The Terra Nova Ara, Ara Parique uses an Ecuadorian wrapper and binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Peruvian, Nicaraguan, and Brazil, Brazilian Araparique. Not Arapiaca, Araparique hmm. tobacco. Is that like a pipe tobacco? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, to, um, 
to put a unique spin on the blend, the tobaccos are aged under high pressure in oak whiskey barrels for one year, which the company says the result is refined, medium-bodied experience. So that is one of the Terra Novas. So you'd say, okay, that might be the natural. Now we'll do the Maduro. They're both somewhat natural um, as far as color goes. The Terra Nova Dark Fired Kentucky is the other one. And this line is exceptionally different than uh, the tobacco combination uh, that you heard. It uses a subtle blend of Kentucky fired cured tobacco with Dominican, Nicaragua, and Brazil, and then wrapped with a Sumatra binder and an Ecuadorian wrapper. The result is medium body profile, according to the company. I have smoked that also. Let me tell you, if the Kentucky thing is scaring you a bit because you remember the mm. KFC that came out uh, from Drew Estate. That was very smoke There forward. was also um, Sam Lucia that came out with the black and white, and mm. one of them was Kentucky. That was a lot of Kentucky. This is very, very subtle that they mentioned that's in it, and it's very, very unique, and I think they mm. nailed it uh, when it comes to that. Both lines are scheduled to begin in the U.S. to retailers in February. More along the lines of a milder Toscano as far as the the smoky component. Very hinty. If I didn't tell you it was there, maybe you wouldn't realize uh, that, it, that it was. I'm telling you it's there. So you'll you'll say, oh yeah, I, I get it. But uh, you know, some people are going to pick it up. It's going to say Kentucky right on the on the band. So I guess people will realize this. Doing it. This is really tasty. I'm getting notes of coffee, toffee, and oak. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those real value winners. Yeah, if it comes out like I'm guessing in the in the six dollar range, um, it is a nice wrapper. Uh, again, what was that wrapper? I just read it all out. The one we're smoking is San Andreas wrapper. Yeah. Yeah, Mexican San Andreas wrapper. And obviously, it's a play from a, a real factory. They're using the San Andreas wrapper here, and then the stuff that doesn't make the grade for wrapper becomes binder in the other one, so nothing is going to waste. So they bought this factory in 2011. I went down there. It's right near where Atura Fuente is, a couple doors down. Okay. It's gigantic. It's so gigantic that there's a tunnel underneath that goes to another factory, so they don't even have to leave the building. They have room to be gigantic. They're not messing around. It's not this little teeny thing with, with a handful of rollers. My God, they are geared up to be a major player. A monster. Uh, certainly, they are a monster when it comes into into the in, into Europe, but um, you know I, I believe the number is eighty percent of premium cigars sold in the world are sold through the United States. So here they are, um, and they're going to hmm. be they're going to be a force to reckon to watch it uh, as these guys come in. Well, Dave Reinhold says hi in the Facebook chat room, so he can buy these in Europe. Right? All right, he can. Yeah, <laughs> he can. Um, all right, the, uh, this Friday, I want to remind everybody, this Friday is the meatball, and uh, it is sold out, uh, but it will happen here uh, at Studio 21 uh, this Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. I say that to you because we are going live with the meatball. We did it last year, too, right? Yeah, we did. So it's on Facebook, or is it on YouTube, or is it on both? It'll probably both. be both. Both. Yeah. Okay. We'll do both. 6 p.m. Eastern. And um, 
we are going to uh, have Oliver Nouveau. Mm-hmm. He's our champion. Uh, he'll be here with 50 meatballs, as will Mr. Jonathan. Coming swinging. <laughs> Coming swinging. Uh, with 50 meatballs, we got pasta, we got garlic bread, uh, and we got cigars. I think Jonathan's got a secret ingredient, he said. I have two secret ingredients. Two. Wow. We also have three other competitors because we try to go to five. We have Michael Capellini. He's the brand ambassador uh, for the most famous cigar manufacturer in Italy, Toscano. So he's got to be a favorite. Yeah, my money's on him. You would think, right? He says he knows a real meatball. He's skinny, though. He's thin. Mm. Yeah. What difference does that make? I take it that negative. <laughs> if our studio audience asked for a good restaurant, they would listen to Dave and I before they listen yeah, to your skinny right. self. I'm Never a better trust the skinny chef. I'm a better cook than both of you. What do you cook? Broccoli? Uh, neither one of us have come in last place or tied for last place. Right. So none, eh. none of us. On As the a panel. matter of fact, neither one of you came Gary in first and, place either. So. Gary and I's meatball was almost identical. Mm-hmm. Could not tell one from the other, mm-hmm. and I made one of them. It was it was a perfect fat guy meatball, and, right? And it was. And when, <laughs> did you when, fill it with butter? When I lost, <laughs> and I didn't come in last place, you did. Uh, whatever I came in, yeah. That was it. I lost, you were and done. I let it go. But you, on the other hand, this is the fourth time. It's my event. I created the event. I'm there. I'm making meatballs every time. You created the I want to have a birthday party for myself event. <laughs> because nobody else it. would throw it for him. Yeah. That's what really happened. But anyway, happy birthday. So I monetized my birthday is what you're saying, and mm. you, you find a, a problem with this. Not at all. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jonathan Connie. Uh, he is a chef and vice president of sales for La Flor Dominicana. He's competed before, but says he learned his lesson from his loss, and he's bringing his A game. Hmm. He was messing around so with Steve Saka with the brulee. Yeah. He brulee the meatballs. He put the, the sugar on it because he, he's a wise ass, and uh, he paid the price. You think he's going to up his garnish game? Because maybe I think he will. Yeah, it's got to look good. And then we have Carmen Odessa, and Carmen is a local favorite here, uh, an Italian who knows a good meatball when he sees one. Uh, he, he says he's going to make in the, the mirror. Good, he, looks in the mirror. <laughs> he looks like a meatball. Wow. I love him. He turned out to be a really good guy. So. Carmen, he said it. I didn't. You're my boy. Don't listen to him. Uh, he says his meatball is good enough to win, and he's bringing his A game in. It's going to be fun. And we're going to smoke a few different cigars, and we're going to have fun with the cigars, too. Dave, the chat room thinks Mr. J would prefer a sausage party. Oh. (laughs) 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 It's time to ask the Don (laughs) by Don Raphael Cigars. Hold on now. Hold on. All right. Give it. Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. That's, That's what you went with? Better. It is not better. It's way better. It's the better. same amount of shitty. It, way better. He didn't say premium. <laughs> By the way, we have uh, fixed three different commercials during the show. 
You'll see them as the show goes on. Pay attention. That's just number one. You got a question of the day? Yeah. Uh, Manuel writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to box press cigars. What's up with all the box press cigars recently? The only one I really enjoyed was the candy bar Aladino. Can you explain why a manufacturer would box press? I wonder if it's a profit issue because it seems to me a box <coughs> press cigar requires less tobacco. When I get one, I spend the whole time, I smoke it, I the whole time smoking it, trying to make it round. Uh, smoking a Dunbarton uh, product now, and it was better in the round. All so, right. So we are going to have an episode where we're going to smoke that Aladino box pressed with the Aladino in the round because it's the same exact cigar. And then it'll be in the care package. We'll send it to everybody. Mm -hmm. So everybody can actually see exactly what ends up happening because the cigar changes. Mm -hmm. But very interesting question that he asked. Are they saving tobacco? And the fact of the matter is they are. It's about an eighth of a leaf difference. I I would love to get a gram scale for that episode to weigh the cigar. You have a gram scale. <laughs> if not, I know where I can get yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so do that, and we can take it apart and weigh the, the filler or whatever you want to do. Just weigh the cigars in the hole. I yeah. don't think there's going to be a difference. Uh, well, if it's it, done the right way, a 50 box press is going to be closer to a 48. I don't think there's going to be a huge right, difference we're, between we're, the two. We're going to see what it is. The, and, the reality and, on a box press cigar is that the reason you box press it is to slow down the burn. So you could have a little bit less tobacco in there and get a comparable burn to a round cigar. So does the cigar burn slower? When it's box-pressed. Okay, so when we do this, we have to remember we're not going to smoke one in one hour, one in the next hour. We're going to smoke them both at the same time, and let's see if that's true. Go puff for puff? Yeah. As long as it's box-pressed correctly, it will smoke slower. We've all had box-pressed cigars where they run. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But in theory, they should smoke slower. All right. Dave, we got some early reviews on the commercial. Yeah. Um, There's somebody in here named Alan Britt that says, bring back premium. Really? Yeah. Well, they were complaining about how bad it was, so we changed it. We were complaining about how bad it was. I don't think any of the listeners cared. (laughs) Paul Kraft said the uh, the Dawn voice should all be Ed imitating Jonathan. (laughs) Oh, okay. I think, do we have three or four new ones today? Three. Three. Okay, three. All right, and we're going to do more. We're going to fix more of them, unless, of course, you hate them, but (laughs) you'll do it anyway. Don't don't throw away the old stuff, just in case. (laughs) We can always bring it back. (laughs) Hang on to it, because usually you dump it and say, okay, but to me, Coming soon soon to a future episode of Hoarders, David Garofalo, don't throw it away. (laughs) Don't throw away anything. Throw away a, a, a... It's not... A physical thing, right? It's not taking up space in your living room, right? On our disc, though. Yeah? It's no, okay. It's we'll be all right. Much. We'll be okay with that. We'll be all right. So the cigar's burning well. It's a beautiful white ash and, and on, on a black, shiny wrapper. It looks nice. Yeah. And it, it certainly looks more than, more than $6 to me, too. Very, very decent burn line. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Oliver's con- going to kill me if it's not $6, but I think it's around $6. I shouldn't have even said that. Should have said like six to eight, giving yourself some right, head right. wrap. <laughs> if you said this was a $12 cigar, I would have no problem with it. It's loaded with flavor. Mm-hmm. The, we always point out about how thin uh, the combustion line, the mascara line, whatever we want to call it, 
It's non-existent, so it's very aged tobacco. So as the year was going on and everything was being figured out, nobody realized that the price of tobacco was going to go up so much. And every you see in price increases. Did we warn you, or did we warn you? Oh my God! That everything is going up. You're changing prices every, every day, day now, right? Every day they've yeah. gone up, and, and everything has. It's part of it is the container costs that were six thousand dollars for a container mm-hmm. went up to forty thousand. 40000 I mean, what's the math on that thing? Uh, along with the price of the boxes and, and the, the bands and the everything has gone crazy. And we'll get to um, the state of the cigar industry address. Tobacco, not only has tobacco gone up, but the shortage of the um, filler tobacco, mm-hmm. which is the interesting question he asked on Ask the Dawn, which is, is it safe if more people come out of a box pressed and we have a problem with filler tobacco? Boy, it makes sense. No one's ever said that before, but that actually makes sense. If you were coming out with something, come out with a box press, you use less tobacco in it. Right. So maybe we'll see more of that. Maybe not. What do you think of the cigar Montosa Maduro Robusto? It's good. The, going back to your point, I've never given a shit if a cigar was box pressed or not. It doesn't matter to me. I don't. I don't shy away from them. I don't gravitate toward them. I'm looking for a cigar that burns well, that draws well, that has good flavor. And well, you'll hear on the after show that cigar aficionado says box press is the number one cigar in the world, mm. right? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? So right. Some people. <laughs> some people don't have a problem with it at all. Uh, no, I, I don't care. At, at some point, you know, I'll come in and my humidor is the, the entire store. So I'm looking at everything and maybe sometimes I walk over to a box press and say, no, nah, not a box press today. This. I'll tell you a time that I gravitate toward box press is when I'm mowing the lawn and I'm going to have to set it down. Mm. It doesn't roll. There's a huge advantage on that. Set your cigar down. You don't have to worry about it going it, it anywhere. Should to, merit, mad, ma, it should matter to Ed Sullivan because he holds it in his mouth. But do you find that well, uncomfortable in your mouth? Yeah, I don't like the box press. But I will say there's one exception to the holding in the mouth rule, and that's snow blowing. Right? Because the snow's blowing back, cigar's wet, it'll just go shooting out. So I, I got to use the teeth for snow blowing. All right. Because you'll lose it. I'll lose it. And I, it probably happened once, and that's the end And of that's that. it. Yeah. Right. And then you have to adjust. I think- uh, Are there any whip exercises you can do to tighten that shit up? Yeah, I'll work on it. Jonathan can recommend a few. <laughs> Dave, I think for, for the price point, this is, has amazing complexity. And what's interesting about it is usually when somebody wraps it in San Andreas, they tend to make it a stronger cigar. This one is not a strong cigar. Compared to the natural, it is. Yeah. But compared to most San Andreas. Yeah. I think that's fair. Five. What's not fair is for us to keep going with what David's assuming on the cigar, Mm -hmm. that it's $6. It's going to... It's going to be different. I, I just don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in his. Uh, it tastes like the number. Than Let, six. Let's forget I said that, just in case I'm <laughs> I'm wrong when it comes. But for, for whatever reason, I thought it, whatever it is, it's really good for the price, um, because they say they haven't done it yet, but they have figured it out. The trade show was just twelve days away, or something like that. Not not even right. Is it next week? week Sometime this uh, month, twenty sixth. 
Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, I have the State of the Cigar Industry Address, and later we're going to announce the 2022 Firecrackers. Two of them. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. 
Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There we go. We are back and we're smoking Montosa Maduro Robusto. Uh, seven, by the way. You guys said five. I say seven in strength. It's, it's picking up. Uh, as we get to the 2022 State of the Cigar Industry Address, welcome back, everybody. Uh, new ads, new improved ads are out there. I don't know if you're checking them out as mm-hmm. you're going. Are you, are you zooming past them? Don't zoom past them. Check <laughs> them out as they go there and let us know what you think or how to improve what we already improved, right? Or did we improve it? Or right. did we improve it, right? Or did we? So here we go. I have it here. In my hand is the state of the industry address. Oh, geez, it's multiple pages. It is. It's four pages long. Uh, it shouldn't be that bad. Uh, January 15th, 2022, what you're about to hear is information, <coughs> fact, information-based. This is the state of the cigar industry address. I've been putting it together for myself for well over 25 years, and here on the Cigar Authority probably for 10 years now, uh, sharing this with you. The state of the industry helps me understand where this industry is and how I can, what I can do to improve my business ahead, both retail, online, distribution, media, everything. So I just try to put the, the facts down, just the facts, in the right direction going forward based on the information. I've acquired this from many, many sources. And uh, again, if you see something uh, wrong here, let me know. <clears throat> but I, did, um, I do my homework to get ready for this. Uh, so I can have this information down and make uh, correct decisions going forward. So this is the State of the Industry Address, January 15th, 2022. Coronavirus, COVID-19, Wuhan China virus, whatever you want to call it, has devastated brick-and-mortar retailers across the United States in the world in early 2020 and through 2021. This also held true for cigar stores in most states in March, April, and May of 2020, with shutdowns, which had retailers convert to curbside service, if possible, and devastated their stores. But after that, quite the opposite happened in the cigar industry through the remainder of 2020 and all through 2021, consumption soared. Due to the lack of options where a consumer could spend their money and the stimulus given by the government, consumers of cigars went up to the possibly the highest uh, even during the cigar boom of the 90s. Right here I have a graph. Those that are watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can see the graph that's here. Uh, On the far left is 1997 going each year. You see the drop-off of the cigar boom. 98, 99, drop, drop, and then it's gradually growing, staying the same, and gradually growing again. This is, remember, this is not dollars, this is units. 
uh, moving all the way up to this year, which is um, looks to me like it's more than it was in the height of the cigar boom in 1997. The final year of the cigar boom, the far left of that, shows imports into the U.S. in 1997 reaching 417 million premium cigars brought into the U.S., as shown in the graph if you're watching. Projections imported into the U.S. for 2021, all the numbers aren't in, but the projections show it will exceed the 417 million, which was the record in 1997. In 2021, imports um, so far up in July. The only numbers we can see is up in July, but they continue to grow the remainder, just the numbers on in, for 2021. is expected to show a close to 40% overall growth imported into the U.S. As much as people are complaining about they're not getting cigars, 40% more, that's a big number, uh, came into the U.S. Imports could come close to five. 100 million premium cigars, uh, which would be the first time ever into the U.S. That's a lot. All indicators show over 417 million. Record benchmark for certain is what I see there. Um, if you would like a copy of this graph, if you can't see it and you're just listening to the show, um, simply go to the, after the show, it will go on, Barry's going to put it on right after the show, simply go to the CigarAuthority.com and you can just download that graph and have it for yourself if you, if you want it. Leading producing countries for premium cigars was Nicaragua by far as now the number one producer of premium cigars in the world. Nicaragua imports into the U.S. could reach as much as 200 million into the U.S. alone. This record once held by the Dominican Republic. The ranking is expected to look like this when all numbers are in. Nicaragua, 200 million. Dominican Republic, 130 million. Honduras, 80 million, followed by Mexico and Costa Rica. Cuba produced only 60 million cigars, half of what they were doing in their heyday not mm. that long ago. Cuba has no wrapper, glue, pesticides, and losing their European foothold. New World cigars have dominated this year across the world. One reason for this is Cuba is not only producing less cigars, but there are, they are only importing uh, small amounts in other places other than China. Other than before. China is now 50% owner of Altadas, and they control the Cuban distribution. Europe is getting far uh, less Cuban cigars and more New World cigars and buying them and consuming them. As Nicaragua is leading the premium cigar manufacturing, political unrest is happening at the same time. President Daniel Ortega wins the corrupt election, and his wife, the vice president, has now gained control for an unprecedented fourth term in government. They have a three-term limit. This is their fourth. Sanctions from multiple countries have begun, including U.S. government, uh, is eminent. This could change the landscape of premium cigars coming from Nicaragua and throughout the world. Nicaragua could have... Uh, long-lasting issues if this happens, if there is an embargo to the U.S., which is possible. That would devastate the cigar industry. The last embargo against Nicaragua was in 1985 under Reagan and lasted four years. The entire premium cigar industry needs Nicaraguan tobacco. 
Much like we did in 1962 when President Kennedy created an embargo against Cuba, which still exists today, now 60 years ago. While brick-and-mortar cigar retailers have a very good year in 2021, the same goes for online retailers who grew dramatically. As consumption grew dramatically during, uh, for certain items, including cigars. There are double-digit increases for the year of 2021 of import large cigars. That's a cigar that is valued more than 76 cents of the factory cost, up to an unheard-of number of 40% nationally. This in double-digit increases from 2019 to 2020. It turns out that there is a boom, and it possibly still exists. Uh, Can I pause you there? Yeah. Can you mark that spot? Yeah. Uh, two questions. Is there likely, given the history that we saw on the import numbers, is there likely to be a drop-off in consumption and then we end up with a glut of cigars? Yes. The second question is, with respect to a an embargo on Nicaragua, given that we now have a definition presented to the FDA of dark air-cured tobacco as the ingredients of cigars... Couldn't Nicaragua just move their tobacco to Honduras and we still have the t- access to the tobacco, they, even in an embargo? Yep, they would still have to have labor force there working the tobacco, growing the tobacco, and then exporting it. And if they'd gone that far, why can't they just roll the cigars? I guess, but it's an option. Well, if there's an embargo, we can't buy them from Nicaragua, but we could yeah, buy a true. Honduran cigar with Nicaraguan components in it because it's just dark air cured tobacco. The country of origin doesn't matter. So can we buy cigars that have Cuban tobacco in them? No. I think more of that is an issue of not having enough connections to be able to pull tobacco out of Cuba than it is. Legally? I don't know. No. 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 It's not legal. It's not legal. No. But it would depend on how they constructed the embargo against Nicaragua. It may probably wouldn't be set up like the Cuban Trading with the Enemy Act. Right. So it's still a possibility. Yeah. And hopefully this never happens, but uh, certainly I have to look at this, uh, look at other options. Uh, if, if, you know, I'm a big insurance buyer that in case this happens, how, what's my foothold in Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, Honduras? You know, do, do I have enough connections to be able to keep inventory uh, if, God forbid, Nicaragua goes down? And a manufacturer whose their whole life is based in Nicaragua, Padron's a perfect example of they had, during the cigar boom, a factory in Honduras mm-hmm. and Nicaragua. And nobody knew it, but if you looked at the bottom of the box, it said made in Honduras or made in Nicaragua. Right. Nobody, as luck would have it, nobody used to come in and say, I want the Nicaraguans or I want the, <laughs> or, or, or want, want the uh, because it, that did happen with Gloria Cubana, mm-hmm. who was making cigars in Dominican Republic and USA. And they used to come in and say, you got any USA made they ones? They don't want the Dominican ones. They don't want the Dominican, for whatever reason uh, that hmm. was. Or it could be vice versa, I suppose. So, all right, I'm going to continue. Yeah. Biggest growth coming from machine-made cigars were up even more than handmade cigars, and machine-made cannot go fast enough. Machine-made cigars were up considerably. I do not have the numbers, unfortunately, to report yet on that, but I hear dramatically some big, ridiculous numbers that happened there. As a matter of fact, lots of -of out-of-stocks when it came to machine-made cigars. Online sales for cigars 
it uh, had even a bigger year in history by far with brick-and-mortar retailers have uh, added online cigar sales and websites. My personal interview with key retailers report that tobacconists did see a slight increase in custom account, including mm. ourselves. We're looking at custom accounts. More people, that's the great news, that there's more people into cigars uh, than there were the previous year, and new cigar smokers. Added to that, people were spending more. The average ring is up across the board to all brick-and-mortar retailers. The minimum age to buy cigars across the U.S. in 2020 rose to 21. It had no effect in the premium cigar industry. The conclusion uh, for calendar year 2021 was it was a cigar boom. But will it continue? I worry about that. We are in a recession. The price of gas, food, automobiles, way up. The price of shipping and importation have risen considerably. And cigars, I warned you, have gone up also. There is a shortage of everything everywhere. Price increases are nonstop. Cigars are a luxury item. They're a non-addictive product, and it's easy to give up. This reminds me of RTDA trade show in 1997 when cigar aficionados said, be careful, this cannot continue, and it didn't. You saw it on the graph. Yep. They said that that previous year, in August that year, and the bottom fell out right after. They could see it. Now, here it years later, I can see that possibly happening. Larger engaged cigars continue to be popular in the U.S. and growing across the globe. This growth has eaten into tobacco filler market, and today we see a worldwide shortage of tobacco filler. What once was a wrapper shortage for the amount of cigars produced, today is a filler shortage due to the consumption of larger engaged cigars. What once was a 7x47 Churchill, today is a 7x54. Robustos that were once 5x48 are now by 5x52 or even 54. 60 ring gauge are the norm today, and 70s and 80s are more popular than ever. This is as I see it today, January 15, 2022, and that concludes the State of the Cigar Industry Address. It wasn't too painful. I never said painful. That no, was I bad. think that's the best reading job you've ever done. All right. Mm. I, I read it before the show. I went over it again. <laughs> uh, so now your reaction. Is it over? Uh, no. I think we got one more year. I hope. I hope. Uh, and I'm saying that because we loaded. I, I can only speak as I only see the numbers in my store here in Salem. I see them every day. We loaded people up for Christmas with cigars, and so we had a bit of a soft first week, and then, ba-boom, that people started coming back again out of cigars already. And it's zero degrees out, by the way, today. Zero. And wages have gone up across up, the U.S., so it's that doesn't help three. offset. Wages doesn't matter that it's going up because the cost of everything went up, so that part's kind of relative. And, right, and, so they cancel each other out. So I'm not seeing a pushback. I don't think it's going to be big. I'm not seeing a pushback on price increases either, which every year previously there was a pushback. It seems to be expected. I think this time people are seeing everything else went up. Why wouldn't cigars go up? I think part of that is, you know, you expect it because why would that not go up? This time of year, you normally would see it. We saw it last year. We saw it the year before. And every year, the hunt for the next cigar at that price point. When when you smoke a $5 cigar and it goes from 5 to 6 
now you're looking for the next $5 cigar and someone else gets a chance to get a foothold in. It, it isn't happening. The $5, that, that guy is just spending the extra 20 bucks on the box and not pushing back. You're seeing it. You're on the floor. I, 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 yeah. I'm waiting to fight with people over it and explaining, you know, the, the cost of shipping is up and all this stuff. And there's been no pushback. And later on, the versus poll question in a week addresses that very question. Okay. So we, we saw... Well, in that case, you're off the hook. You don't have to contribute <laughs> to the conversation at all because you're going to do it later. So uh, I was down in the Dominican recently, and uh, the factory's a, a boom, and they're going a mile a minute. They're, they're teaching people how to roll. They're, they're trying to do as much as they can. But God forbid there's a problem in Nicaragua. Dominican can't handle anymore. Right. Um, where does it go? Um, so here is a list of some countries that could possibly help, but Indonesia. It's happened before that Indonesia would make cigars. Yeah. They were always weak, right? <laughs> it was always weak tobacco. Mm-hmm. They could import the tobacco and roll it there is a possibility. How about Mexico? Why don't they make cigars that are not all Mexican in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Because they don't. They make all Mexican cigars in Mexico, but the consumer doesn't want an all Mexican cigar. Right. Could they start right a factory and, and bring in import the cigars, yeah. import the tobacco? Uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, we see some great labor cigars costs. made out of their labor costs. You got problem. labor cost issues, but if you have no other choice, yeah, you certainly could zip on over there. Jamaica. Jamaica me crazy. While the boom was going on, Jamaica was producing a lot of cigars, all Macanudo, Partagas, Royal Jamaica. Uh, big names were coming out of... Do you have uh, Haiti on the list? Um, yes, I do. Even an option. Uh, it's attached to the Dominican Republic. No, I don't think I don't think Haiti as a location necessarily, but I believe, and we're seeing it, that they're kind of importing Haitians over to the Dominican Republic side. In the, fa- in the fields mm-hmm. right now. But they could also be rollers. I mean, they're, they're hardworking people. I, I think you're throwing good money after bad if you build a factory in Haiti because it gets wiped out every three years. You'd also have to put a lot of money back into the infrastructure because they haven't recovered right. since the earthquake that they had. A few How years many ago. years ago? It was more than <laughs> yeah. a few years ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, it's true, though. It's true. Dave, what about India? India, <laughs> hey, you got a lot of shipping. Though, well, yeah, actually, India there. is a, an interesting one because while they're handling the phone calls, they could be rolling cigars <laughs> at the same time. Well, well, Dave knows who tried India, right? Yes, Morin Bode. Bode. <laughs> yeah, um, Honduras. So there's Honduras. Of boy, they could use uh, work for sure. Uh, that's why they're all fleeing there of lack of work to make make mm-hmm. a living. Honduras could become the next Nicaragua again. Um, you, you possibly see people like a Padron putting a factory in Honduras like they did before. They should be hedging their bets at this point. Um, Ecuador. Can they make cigars? I, I, don't, I don't know, know but they, certainly tobacco is there. They have the wrapper right there. Mm-hmm. And... They get a labor force to start creating cigars there. China, God help us, but they make terrible cigars there right now. But um, They've been trying to get into the premium business forever. Well, now they own Habanos, yeah. and they get every Cuban cigar, so they're pretty much And you in. got great wall tobacco. Yeah, horrible. Do you have Har- a taste Oh, yeah. <laughs> so those are some options that I, that I can see of possibilities 
of, of what happens. Um, that's actually, you know, future stuff. But the other stuff I say is this is where we're at. Right. And, you know, take no thought process of it. What I said is where we're at and then everything else becomes, all right, what should we do about this? Uh, where we're at at that point. Uh, but with that said, uh, Barry's dying to do it. So let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> Six years after saying he ain't never eaten a motherfucking hot dog again, Snoop Dogg is apparently planning to launch his own brand of frankfurters called Snoop Dogs, according to a recent filing at the Federal Trademark Office. Snoop Dogg's coming to a grill near you. Chomp them while it's hot. Chomp them while it's hot. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. That's the one you were excited about? I was excited about it. <laughs> chomp them like it's hot. Chomp them like yeah, it's I, hot. I, I, okay, you got it. Dave didn't it. get it. It's just, Dave yeah, what is it? A song? Yeah. yeah. Terrible uh, song. Terrible song. Uh, Would you eat a no. Snoop Dogg? I'm not you won't eat a hot dog anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't eat hot dogs if they're organic hot dogs. I'm not eating. I don't eat veggie hot dogs. I wonder if they're going to be THC infused hot dogs. Oh, nice. Four twenty a, a package. Dog. Yeah. What if it's pork? I've eaten them. And the cannabis is maybe keeps the COVID away, right? Wasn't that a news story this week? Yeah, it can't be heated up though. Once it's heated up, it changes the complex. I was reading about so, it because my wife was all happy. So about when it. you burn a joint, it uh, destroys the THC. Is that no, what you're it, it, uh, it wasn't the component. The THC. Yeah, it's a component that's in hemp. Uh, but when it's heated up, it changes the molecular structure of it, so it defaults what it's supposed to do in terms of COVID. Hmm. Do you eat a sausage? <laughs> I've sausage eaten, <laughs> I've eaten sausage. But but not hot dogs. Not a hot dog. It's almost the same thing, right? No. No? Okay. Huh. He's a strange strange <laughs> man, Mr. Jonathan. The chat room has some ideas of where they can make cigars with all the influx of people coming over the border. Yeah. You can turn El Paso into the new Ybor City. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, our clubhouse guy would tell you that uh, Chili's a pl great place to make cigars. <laughs> Chili. The yeah. Chilean tobacco. You weren't on that episode. No? Okay. The after show is coming up on Wednesday, and uh, we, we've heard some people ended up liking last week's where I told you about the troll. We got a troll out there, whatever. Real story. Uh, the great news is we caught the guy. Hmm. Uh, What's this we stuff? Right. <laughs> Wait till you hear this uh, of, of the story that continued. And also we'll talk about the number one cigar on Cigar Aficionado. We have some things to say about that. Also, that'll be the after show uh, topic. But right now... Let's have our final thoughts here on Matosa Maduro Robusto that we're smoking. I took the band off. There is still a minty component that's happening here. Yeah, I, don't I don't get, get it that at all. At all. You, so color has a lot to do with it. The green band is... is uh, you, color has a lot to do with it. Where there's four people on the panel all smoking the same cigar, one of us is tasting mint. But let's blame the green band because I taste it and you guys don't. 
Maybe the four, the three of you have COVID and then you can't taste anything and you just don't know it. Or maybe you haven't fully recovered from COVID yet and that's why your taste buds are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coffee and cocoa yeah. and uh, leather, yeah. um, little spice to it, and it's a seven, maybe a little, little bit seven and a half at this point as you mm-hmm. get down low. It didn't build in strength. You started at a five, so it built, it's so it went six. to a six. Six. I wouldn't go much more than a six. So I say seven, right? I'm not so giving you even the six. It's five. Whoa. Well, uh, I, I, I am getting some chocolate notes and some coffee but, notes in addition to the mint. Maybe, yeah, Jonathan thinks five because of the mint in his cigar. Maybe the mint's reducing the yeah. flavor. Do you like a, a peppermint patty? Do you like a peppermint <laughs> patty? I've, I've had them. I, they're, they're okay. They're refreshing, right? Uh, junior, mint. junior mint kind. Very oh, yeah. refreshing. You get more chocolate to the mint flavor on the I, junior I like mint. the full. I had one lot yesterday, actually. Two. You had, had peppermint patties? Two of them, full size. Did the, your the, mommy give you those? I had them in the house. Uh-huh. And they, I thought and more than likely his mommy refreshing. did give them to him. I thought she put candy out. She for, does. Yeah. She candy does. waited for me. <laughs> right now, there's a gummy bear type of. Uh, it could be edibles. No, it's not edibles. No. No. Pretty sure no. She ain't sharing I, those. You, you know, when you look at a gummy bear, though, you, you, you get a little concerned, right? <laughs> Is there a little almost hesitation to a gummy bear? You know it's the second you put it in your mouth if there's weed in it. You know the second it's in your mouth. Yeah. It doesn't have the same taste profile. No. No, it tastes like weed you gummy bears. Even I have um, vitamins, gummy bear vitamins yeah. at home. No. And I, now it's getting to be... Imagine giving the cigar industry so much hassle over a name or, or something on the label or something like that when it comes to it, and there's gummy bears that are drugs, and that's okay. Yeah, well, they get crazy. their they get their tax dollars every single time from the drug people when they raise. They get tax dollars on, on tobacco, but when they raise every it, single time. when they raise the taxes every single time, they get less money every single time. So they. They're going to keep mm-hmm. going after the one that's not performing. Um, Joe Marole says, Jonathan, you don't retrohale, so you can't taste shit. Amen. Plus, you just had the COVID thing, too. No, I mind. didn't. And <laughs> yes, you did. No. Yes, and you did. Nick Kutrow says that forced retrohaling is not good for the nasal cavity, that it reduces over time your ability to, to detect aromas. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't do it. And what so you ignore the study. rest of the industry that says that you should do it because of Nick Kutra. Well, because he's an expert on flavor, taste, and smell, and you are not. George Padron, you are not an expert. Hmm. Well, That's he what says you're saying. He says don't. He does it. He says to do it. He does George Padron has never said to do it to me. Yes, he, he, yes, not he to me. He says it to me. He doesn't talk to you, I don't think. He doesn't. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I will announce the 2022 Firecracker Limited Releases. And uh, one of you guys are going to win one. I have one. And one of you guys. Well, one of us on the panel? Yes, because I only have one. Really? So one of you guys will win it. Um, And uh, we'll talk a little on uh, Cigar Aficionados number one, if if we got a chance to pull that off, too. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? 
Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar 
pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and it's time for some explosive news. We're going to talk firecrackers again. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan's getting a cup of coffee because it's zero degrees outside, and I put the smoke eaters on, so it started getting close to that in here. Because <laughs> he has no meat on his bones. Yeah, because he doesn't barely eat. It's bro- Broccoli doesn't warm the soul, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I'm putting down my uh, little... Matosa burned very slow. Very slow. Smoked phenomenally. Great. Awesome taste profile. No mint. None. None. Not even a hint of mint. The cigar I have here, though, um, and again, another cigar uh, I can't share because it's only a rendition. Um, It's the rendition of the 2023 Firecracker. So just to let you know how in advance this goes, this has already been going on for months of the 2023. It's agreed upon who's going to make it. I'm not going to share that with you yet, but um, as they agree to do it, then they start sending samples and uh, going back and forth uh, with them and, you know. Pick which blend it's going to be based upon. Yeah, and whatever it is. So early on, please don't give this a lot of um Okay, here's what it is. You guys know what it is. You know. I have to be careful what I say because I, I have such a strong influence that I can drown the three of you out. Right. Apparently. Yes. So just be careful. Um, so rendition of the 2023, not finished at all, not even close to what it is. Uh, but let's uh, give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So we did a Perdomo firecracker two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, Last year we did the Wise Man Maduro. Yeah. And the Perdomo firecracker made it onto a top list. Yes, Mm. it was. uh, Coop. Cigar Coop. uh, Number three, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was very nice. Um, I would make the argument of you can't get them anymore, but um, it was a limited release, blah, blah, blah. All my negatives to say when it comes to that, but no no doubt it was a great cigar. Very uh, good. But could not get on our list because it doesn't fit the criteria for ours. But this lighter fits the criteria for us. We're indoors. We can use a lighter like this. Mm. Can't go outside and use this right now. I think it'll explode. We're going to light our cigar today <laughs> with the Attaché 2 by Vertigo, featuring single action and a soft flame fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. 
Easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of $14.99. That is the Attaché 2 by Vertigo. Um, this has an unfinished foot, and we leave that up to the manufacturer. Well, that wasn't the way it that was originally. Way, once somebody broke the rule, which was Steve Saga, <laughs> exactly. uh, then we leave it up to them uh, if they do it. Part of it is fitting inside the box and things like that. Uh, when it was an uncellophane cigar, they, it would break up and the, and the, even the wicks would, would uh, break off. So Let's call those duds and move on. Which is what we did. That's how the Black Bomb originally uh, <laughs> began and all the different things that happened there. But the great thing about the unfinished foot is you get to draw in the wrapper into it. It makes it unique. I'm hoping that makes it on the finished product. We'll see if it actually does or doesn't. Yeah. But I like, I like it. it. Nice little boost of spice right at the beginning. Yeah. And uh, that's the way they did it. So... So, uh, Firecracker limited release starts in 2007. Don Pepin Garcia makes the first one, uh, 2010. He, he does it for a few years. And um, next comes uh, Tatuaje in 2010. He did a couple of them, 2010, 2013. Uh, Maya Cubana uh, does the Firecracker in a ongoing series in 2011. 2014 comes La Flor Dominicana. We did that two years in a row with them with nothing in between. Um, the LFD, 2014 and 15, I thought they were perfect for it because mm -hmm. double the hero, woof, you know, that was really saying let, let's beef it up at this point. So where do we go from there? Um, it was Roma Craft yeah, uh, in 2016. Um, on to Fratello in 2017. That was at the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. So saying, okay, see what you can do to spice this up. Uh, on comes Steve Saka with the Mikurita three times. Um, mm. They actually changed after the first one and later became a totally different blend. And it became what we know now as Tricky Tracker. Um, which he kept that brand going, uh, and I believe this year came out with a small version of yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's uh, 48 instead of a 50. So it's way and, different. And no wick. Yeah. Um, 2019, uh, it's Kristoff with the pissed-off Kristoff firecracker. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, Again, that's when the 2019, when the Tricky Tracker comes out. 2020 was Perdomo, uh, certainly the biggest one we ever did. We did 1,000 of them, then another 500 behind it. Big name. Yeah. Big name. Great cigar. Um, and thank you to Coop for uh, recognizing that. Um, uh, also in 2020, uh, we had the HVC um black friday mm -hmm. firecracker to come out for black friday so uh, uh renee lorenzo was willing to uh asked to do it um and um the third release of um Sakas. Saka. uh 2021 we saw the wise man maduro hmm. and we may see a uh second rendition of that hmm. i believe that that may make make a comeback in the following year. All of us saying, "What the hell are you saying?" Because I'm I'm, un, I'm unsure. Uh, I love how when you're unsure about something, you just I go say it anyway, all the way in. <laughs> I say I mean, it, it anyway. was widely popular. It would make sense to bring it back for another short run. I gotta say, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring light to this. So uh, we have our Stogie Points program, and it's winter time, and some cigar smokers 
They don't want to spend their points and buy a box because they only smoke their cigars here. Dave got cornered this morning by one of these guys <laughs> that has to have that, that little secret buddy-buddy conversation of, is there a way that I can buy a box of cigars using my points and then bring those cigars in and smoke? And I thought, I thought that Dave was going to stroke out. Why would you think, <laughs> oh, I thought you thought I was going to break. No, break I knew you weren't going to break. I, I knew this was a mistake that this guy asked you the second he said it, the look on your face. Uh, and I and I have to does pat he, you on the does back. Does he think I made it? He made a mistake. Saying he it. knows he made a mistake yeah. at this point <laughs> because the 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 vitriol you had just you went right at him. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, John, you're welcome. I don't know. It was at, great. Alex Hilliard wants to know if you always wear the Betty White glasses. Just just when he smacks his his face <laughs> with a so. Does it? You said this already, right? Did you say this on the show? No, no, no. So, Jonathan, take your glasses off for a second. Zoom into him. We got a zoom, 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 a zoom. So, right between his eyes. Oh yeah. You got two cuts between <laughs> his eyes. He hit his face <laughs> with a cigar cutter. Now, explain how <clears throat> how's that possible? I was uh, I was challenged to do a flip and. Uh, a breakdance type move and uh i did it forgetting that i had my cutter in my sweatshirt pocket in the center so when i flipped back the cutter just swung up and just drilled me in the forehead <laughs> and i didn't know i was cut it it really didn't even hurt it just was like all right that's stupid i forgot my cutter in my pocket and i go and sit down and trevor goes what the hell was that and i go that was your 44-year-old boss still able to do a flip. And he goes, that's not what I meant. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, my cutter hit me in the face. He goes, well, that explains why you're bleeding from two places. You may want to get a towel. And then I felt it start to, to drip. Nice. Yeah. So he's wearing a glass to, to so people don't I had see. the glasses on when it happened. I thought for sure that they were broken, but uh, no, they, they, they huh. withstood it. The amazing thing is that he didn't get black eyes from this. And mm -hmm. he says it's because of how he eats properly. <laughs> Everything comes down High to that. High iron High in my iron. diet. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm going to release the answer right now. Bandolero by Selected Tobacco announced as the 2022 limited edition firecracker from United Cigars. The return of the highly anticipated and highly con converted. I'm reading the press release. C-O-V-E-D. Coveted. 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 Limited release firecracker from United Cigar is here for 2022 and will feature Bandolero firecracker from Selected Tobacco. You're showing a picture of that right there? Sure. Look at that. Beautiful. Um... I'm in. The Bandolero Firecracker represents all that Bandolero has become and known for. The blend from the Bandolero Firecracker derives from the Clandesto line, Series C, that uses filler from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and undisclosed tobacco. The filler is held together by an Ecuadorian binder and dark Ecuadorian wrapper that is typically used on the Adventuros line, the Series A. Holding true to the United Cigar Firecracker measurements, the Bandolero Firecracker comes in at 3.5 by 50 and will be packaged in wooden boxes of 20. The bands were uh, created specifically for the release and proudly adorns the Firecracker name. 
what else is on here? Um, every year, I get more and more excited about the United Collaborations. We work with another factory to deliver a unique, unique line, and that's what makes the industry united, says Oliver Nouveau, Director of Operations of United Cigars. The Bandolero typically has a suggested retail price between $11 and $18 as uh, it uses five-year-old tobacco aged for a minimum of two years post-rolled. The limited release has all the components of a premium sibling but will have a suggested retail price of $9, Uh, $8.99. Retail across the United States and will have access, retailers of uh, Firecracker will have access to the limited-release Firecracker, which will begin shipping in early June of 2022 and will be featured at this year's TPE trade show in Las Vegas next week. Dave, I, I like this graphic that you had where you kind of show how to make your own, right? You get a pair of scissors and you cut the bigger cigar. Well, or? that was Nelson Alfonso who sent <laughs> us that <laughs> to show to say, you. is this what the type of thing you want? We'll just take the bigger cigar. And But this has been three years because we yeah. know his post-roll stuff that he does and all that stuff. So this was three years ago. I've known about this for a long time. And I have one here. Oh. This is one of them. And there was only a few that was was ever sent to us as the finished product. But today's classic three-way the winner, winner, and I'm saying it now because you don't Ooh. have any time. Get your hands off the keyboard, Barry. <laughs> I never study. Um, we'll be the winner. We'll get this. Ooh. I only have one. So, Man, yeah. that's exciting. There we go. So yeah. now you like the classic three-way, maybe. Uh, maybe for one day. Yes, or maybe not. Maybe I'll hate it more. No, this could be a, uh, an example of if Ed Sullivan tries, then maybe he fails. Ah, oh, maybe. Yeah. Because he's never tried yeah. before. Oh, I'm not going to try either way. Oh, all right. Good. I'm beyond trying. So if that wasn't enough of a bandolier or firecracker, <clears throat> I have a second one to announce. And this one will come out even before no bandolero. It will come out before. Hmm. David Ortiz, Big Poppy from Tabacalera El Artista, has worked with Oliver Nouveau from United Cigars to create the Big Poppy Firecracker just in time for Major League's opening day, mm. 2022. Uh, slated release is opening day, March 31st, 2022. The Red Sox will be playing the Rays, by the way, but this will work anywhere. Mm. Uh, the wrapper will be San Andreas. The binder is Dominican Negrito. Any G-R-I-T-O? I believed you. The filler is Dominican Criollo 98, Nicaraguan Jalapa, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Um, Also coming out for opening day is the Stadium Series 2, which if you remember from last year, um, the Green Monster had to be held back. Um, not by Fenway Park or the Boston Red Sox, but by a cigar brand. Shame on them, but they held it back. But there'll be a second version, a different version, and... We don't know who's going to prevent that release yet. Right. We have no idea (laughs) what stops that from coming out. But um, you will see those uh, on the shelves um, all March, right? It's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost February. So, uh, big news with the firecracker, I think. Huge. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm into it, and somebody's getting this today on uh, um, the Classic 3-Way, which has a new intro. Wow. And a uh, new intro there and a new intro a on new a commercial. commercial. 
Uh, you got you got some some things coming up here, so um, uh, let's get to uh, the poll question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And pursuant to our conversation early in the show, we asked, with cigar prices going up, how will it change how you smoke? And 73.5% of you says it won't, that you'll continue to smoke what you like. Why, I have 13% both, I'll smoke what I like but less, or I'll look for lower price sticks but smoke the same amount. Those came in at just over 13%. So 73.5% said that these price increases won't change their smoking habits. I'll, t- I'll tell you next year at the State <laughs> of the Industry Address how that really played out. Uh, because there is a budget to people's sure. buying. You see that that exactly the way it happens um, for the majority. And those aren't people listening to the Cigar Authority probably, but um, it's the majority of people. Upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority this Friday is the Meatball, the Meatball event. As I say, you can tune in at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, It's sold out, so you can uh, just jump in and and watch along with us at 6 p.m. We have five contestants. Um, Oliver Nouveau is our champion from United Cigars, as it turns out. Uh, He will be here trying to uh, keep the title. Uh, also in our audience will be Steve Saka, former three-time champion that's coming in, bought a ticket, coming in, and he wants to see the other side of it. Is he, would he be considered a, a heavyweight contender? Or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say yes. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting. That we'll bring him on and see what he has to say about it. Uh, but he'll, he's going to be on the show Saturday, the following day, anyway, uh, January 22nd, what does it really cost to make a cigar brand? And I say really cost because uh, last time we had Mickey Pegg on, we couldn't get any answers for him. Steve called us up and said, can I do that show again? Let's do a redux (laughs) of that show and let me really tell people what this is. So uh, that's a a last minute thing. We're we're actually not smoking a Steve Saka cigar. Uh, during the show, but uh, he'll be on because he's going to get to what he what he uh, wants to do. January 29th, I will be back from TPE. I'll be going there and I'll report mm-hmm. back of what's going on uh, in the future. We talked about the past. Uh, the future show will be January 29th. And uh, the next thing you know, it's February. So we got a great February planned out. Uh, we're planned out. My God, we got planned out through April. Right now, we got some great stuff. We have to plan because not a lot of people come around here yep. for obvious reasons. It's zero <laughs> degrees out, and uh, the manufacturers don't want to come around. Steve does because he lives up the street, and it's zero degrees at his house, too. So what's right. the difference, right? No difference. So uh, where are we with the uh, Cigar Authority's 12th year anniversary? Where are we with tickets, Mr. Jones? 12th anniversary, and there's uh, 12 tickets left. Ah. Okay, so we still got some. It is April 1st through 3rd, Friday through Sunday. Uh, It's $399 per person for a ticket, plus you got to get yourself here. Uh, We have a host hotel. We'll tell you where to stay. Um, That hotel, I believe, is $129 a night, and it's nothing fancy. It's La Quinta uh, in Salem, New Hampshire, Um, but all four of us will be your drivers uh, for those three days. We will pick you up and take you around with us, and we'll have a little game that we'll play along the way of who you're going to drive with each time. Um, 
one of the things is Oliver Nouveau is going to go to America's Stonehenge where okay. uh, you will smoke an Atabay cigar and he'll tell you all about how uh, Atabay started there. We have a winner winner fried chicken dinner um, with Mr. Jonathan Stolen Mac and Cheese as one of the sides. Um, we will do some cigar authority. Can I trivia. really steal someone's mac and cheese and bring that as the dish? <laughs> no, you will leave with it at the end, whatever's left. I don't left. eat it anymore. Oh, okay. So maybe you'll have. I don't what think. did you do with the last one you stole? Did you eat it? Yeah. Okay, I, but I was eating Jonathan, it you don't eat cookies either, but you stole those. Mm. Yeah, so those it doesn't were, matter if you Those eat were them. not stolen, and I, I, I deserve an apology from you people because they were just put in the snack bin, and you, they were retrieved You said you gave them untouched. away. Yeah. So you were mistaken. Yeah, and you put them in the snack bin. They should have been hand-delivered to Dave or at least been on the table for the show. He's been given every cookie that's come in since Since. then. (laughs) Yes, he has. He learned his lesson. So we got trivia. We got a classic three-way competition. We got smoke and karaoke. We have live music from Jason Land, uh, the Cigar Ninja, who's coming up with Sammy B uh, with 1M and um, the Cigar (laughs) Band. I know he doesn't like that being called there. Just All Right's the name of his band. Just All Right. It's a negative thing. He's not just All Right. He's awesome. Well, you played the cowbell with Just All Right once. and uh... All right. We got a smoking, uh, Garofalo smoking pizza party. We'll figure out who the best pizza is. We played that game at the, at the sales meeting. Annual meeting, meeting yeah. It was, huh? it was fun. It was fun. Inf- inf- interesting information. We have a cigar breakfasts, dinners, lunches, uh, and you'll see the Cigar Authority live and have a special cigar, the launch of the 12th anniversary limited edition Cigar Authority cigar mm. will be there. Um and um, so okay, they lots, lots of stuff. This breakfast, any chance of raisin, raisin toast, raisin toast, raisin, raisin toast. We'll have raisin toast, butter on a pop tart. No way. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? It's, it's unacceptable. So good. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Those are the sound drop equivalent to lazy journalism. <laughs> Just you need new drops, Ed. Uh, those are classics. They're Will not you going make away. that scrambled egg thing you did? Sure, that was really good. What you had scrambled eggs before, but you never had it quite like this. Yeah, just what, to, is it made with broccoli? No, it's the Gordon Ramsay method of scrambling eggs. It was the best scrambled egg I've ate. You th- but now you'll make it different. Yeah, I will. Yeah. He'll put I mean, broccoli. In. There's only one way like to make it, it. So there's only one way to make it. Really good. It's really got good. eggs and cheese. That's how do you mess that up? All right. So we're smoking an early rendition of the 2023 Firecracker. There's lots of things that are going to change on it, but the potential's there. I have an idea of where it might be from, but uh, hmm. we'll leave that alone. And uh, the potential is definitely there. There's a kick. Yeah, that's how it starts. And little things are modified at that point, which yeah. we're supposed to give him some direction. I think you could beef it up a touch more. It's firecrackery, but it could it could stand just a and little it's bit young. more. Yep. It's young right now. It won't be next year. Right. In June, it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, got to get past that. Got to get past that. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back. Our thoughts of Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar, plus three letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and a prize to give you guys, which is the uh, Bandolero Firecracker that's coming out. All that and more. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize, Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose, Jose Dominguez. Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
We are back. We're smoking a rendition of the 2023 Firecracker. Not finished at all. Very, very early on. But just to stay with the theme of the Firecrackers today, I thought we'd light this up. Uh, you catching the commercials? Yeah, so I'm going to agree with Alan Bright. That new Jose commercial was kind of jazzy. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but no more donut, I see. Uh, mm-hmm. Jazzy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it. See how it goes. It was sultry. Yes. Yeah, send Ooh. us your cards and letters. But that was, <laughs> that was uh, Chrissy Boom Boom uh, doing those. That's Chrissy from the Ashholes singing that. And uh, see what you think of that. And we, we got uh, one more coming up. And we're going to work on even more during the week and uh, try to clean it up a little. It's that time of year to try to make things a little better. Okay. What do we have for a prize? All right, it's time for the best emails of the week, brought to you this week by Monte Cristo Cigars. This week's prize is a rocks glass, a baseball cap, a pin, a billfold, and some twin engine coffee. Twin engine coffee, Colin Ganley's twin engine coffee. I love it. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Scott writes, savor the smoke. I watch you guys live, and every one of you take a puff on the cigar and quickly blow it out of your mouth. Not sure why this pisses me off so much, but it does. <laughs> I puff and let the smoke sit in my mouth for a few seconds before slowly blowing it out, and it allows me to really taste the flavor profile of the cigars. Why don't you guys do that? I don't need to. Our palates are so good, we get them like that. Yeah, I think Ed holds on to it a little longer. Mm-hmm. You don't see Ed on, on the thing. I watch people smoke and how they yeah. do it, too. Well, yeah, you, you've had a lot of experience watching people smoke. You know, Thursday we do these cigar classes, been doing it for 10 mm-hmm. years, and I say to the people when they're there, hey, listen, do it any way you want tomorrow, but just for this cigar, let's do it my way. And at the end of it, I talk to them and I say, what do you think? And they go, I'm going to do it your way from now on. Right. Because they enjoyed the cigar even better. Mm-hmm. I like to take a slow puff on the cigar so that the, the smoke itself is in my mouth longer than what you realize. When the cigar comes out, yes, I'm blowing it out. But most of my puffs are on the slower side as they come into my mouth. So I'm, I'm savoring. What, what was his name? Was it Karen? Scott. Um, Dave, somebody who actually knows what he's talking about. Yes. Oliver. Oliver Nouveau says, it's not the Gordon Ramsay way. It's actually the French style of a slow-cooked omelet. Yeah, he's way off. Ah. So, Oliver, am I right that that Montosa was (laughs) around $6? $6. So, the press release does say $6 to $8 a cigar. All right. Yes. I knew I heard it somewhere. I was scared. I was scared I was really yeah. blowing it there. Jonathan, did you want to do the email? Yeah. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the subject line is, My Four Cigar Buddies. The other day, my wife joined me on the patio for a cigar. I live in Texas. She asked if I was watching those three cigar guys. That got me thinking. Are they the three amigos? Ah. The three stooges? Oh. Yeah. And there's actually four of them. Three Blind Mice, My Three Sons, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, actually each represents the three basic parts of a cigar. 
Dave is mm. the binder. He keeps the show running and together. Barry yeah. is the filler, providing basic information like what cigar we are smoking and the crazy stories, stories from Asylum. Mr. J is obviously the rapper. Obviously. Uh, and like a rapper, he grabs the attention of the listener. Like the rapper, most of the flavor or spice of the show comes from Mr. J. And we can assign... <laughs> like Snoop Dogg. He's a rapper too, right? <laughs> we can assign a fourth component to the cigar for Ed. He is the cigar band. We could compare ah. his producing talents to the attention of a good to the attention a good band draws to the cigar mm-hmm. and to the eye. We could say that Ed's flashy sex appeal attracts users to the show. Sex appeal. First time you heard that, Ed Sullivan. Or you thinking like about it, maybe not. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to leave Ed out. Love the show. Keep doing what you all do. Uh, Very interesting. O- Oliver says the Montosa is in the $6 range and the Terra Nova is around the $8 range. All right. Good, good, good. All right. So that is the four Cigar Texas Buddies, right? Yeah. All right. And uh, Stephen writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, health and bigoted hypocrites. Ah. Hello, gentlemen. This question is for the whole panel, except for Dave, for obvious reasons. (laughs) As a health-conscious group, I hope you can help me with this issue. I lift weights five times a week, and I do cardio. Health-conscious group. Let's stop right there. (laughs) Let's stop right there. I mean, would anybody say, oh, let's tune into the Cigar Authority? There's a health conscious <laughs> I, I, group. I think he was using the sarcasm phrase. Oh, that was sarcasm. <laughs> All right, you didn't put that in there. <laughs> I lift weights five times a week, and I do cardio three times a week. My diet mostly consists of lean meats, healthy carbs, fruits, and vegetables. He's going to die soon. I stay away from processed foods, sodas, and sweets. I'm a healthy and fit person, but when I smoke cigars, my friends and family act as if I'm killing myself. They plead with me and tell me I should do better for my health, and I just sit there and have to nod and listen. However, if I pointed out every time they ate French fries and sat on the couch all day drinking Coke, I'd be an asshole. I don't understand why cigar smoking is shamed, but people stuff buttered Pop-Tots into their mouth all day long, (laughs) and no one thinks twice. And what's your point? (laughs) The risk of cancer from processed foods and obesity is proven to be higher than cigar smoking, yet I've never heard a cigar smoker belittle a fat person by, for eating a fluffernutter. Sorry, Dave. I'm tired of being picked on. I feel like Mr. J on a Saturday. Sorry for my rant. Thanks, guys. Love the show. <laughs> so Monograph he, number nine is what you, you throw in their face, that if you smoke one to two cigars a day, you're less likely to get COPD, lung cancer, and coronary heart disease than a non-smoker. And when you get higher than that, you're still within the margin of error for the study. This guy's a local if he knows a, a Fluffernutter, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, we've discussed Fluffernutter a number of times. So anybody that listens to the show, of all 50,000 And I feel them, like he was kind of picking on the fat guys. So, you know, he says in his email that you don't see a cigar smoke. I feel like he was picking on us. Yeah. And Dave, my favorite uh, Tony V retort when people say those things are killing you. He says, yeah, well, it's the only thing keeping you alive right now. Right. <laughs> Now, it's such a misconception when it comes to health and cigars. And I, I think years ago, Arnold Schwarzenegger brought that up. You know, he, Mr. Olympia and everything. Mm-hmm. Seven times, Mr. Yeah, Olympia. and said, yeah, that's not true. Uh, nothing to do with it. But misconceptions, they're all over the place. Very interesting. I'm going to vote for the guy that did the well, three. Well, we got men- a third one, don't we? That was the three. Yeah. I got the buddies. I got Steven. And Karen. The first guy. What's Karen? Scott. What did he say? Uh, that he doesn't like how we puff our cigars. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
That was an email? My God. Yes. I'm going for the second guy that did three men's three men and a little lady. Well, yeah. just because you're, you're, you don't want to be fat shamed by the third guy? Is that the reason? Yeah, I don't like healthy people. Can't be trusted. If you don't like a fluff and other, there's something wrong. <laughs> if you got a problem with other people eating fluff and others. See, I don't have a problem with somebody wanting to do better for themselves. You the absolutely right 100% break my balls on the daily about no. trying to better my life no, through you're trying, food. No, you're trying to better my life. I That's my problem. I haven't fed you broccoli in three years, so I've been off that. All right. You're winning that battle. I winning. The, I thought the uh, mac and cheese the other day at Christmas time had the uh, broccoli in it, but it, it did. was jalapenos. It was some fresh jalapenos. Peppers, yeah. That's okay. It was sensational. Really? It was, it was again... Back to the best ever, but yep. then he's going to switch it up. <laughs> I'm I've made of- you mac and cheese every year for like 10 years, and every year you say it's sensational. I, I got mac and cheese down. All right, and you should have it. You should taste it. Imagine he made it, and he never yeah. even tasted it. I can it. tell no. by how it smells that it's going to be good. And it's going to be good, and it was good, but you won't eat it. You won't do it for yourself. This goes to my point of how you are <laughs> telling me that I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm not. I, I haven't said anything about your diet. Eat the cookies. All right. Thank you. If you give them to me, if you, but you, you, didn't, you kept winner. them away from me because so I couldn't have them. Because you were on a diet. You're I've welcome. I've been on a diet my whole life. My mother is 91. She's been on a diet her whole life. And she's overweight, and she's 91, and she's healthier than us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's it, not a... Overdoing anything is very bad for you, but eating a cookie and eating mac and cheese and stuff is not a bad While you figure out which one you pick is the winner, because I'm still waiting for you to do that, <laughs> I'll take I'd like num- to give a I'll shout take out. Number, I'll take number two. The, you know uh, number two? He's uh, the four Texas buddies and coming up yeah. with the rapper, Philip Binder. I, I also like the number two. It's good. I think well it's thought out. Yeah. Right. So we have a winner. What's Sorry. his name? I, That's uh, The winner is Craig. Craig. So, and Craig, I, I'm going to shoot you an email. Uh, if you don't get it by Monday at noon... Check your spam folder. Uh, we finally caught up with people who haven't answered their winnings. Um, so look for that email. I want to give a shout out to Patricia who called in, uh, called me at the store and had a very uh, interesting and at length conversation about the show. She didn't want to write in, hmm. uh, but uh, so decided we got to stop this right off the bat. <laughs> if you got to send the, you can't win a prize first off. She's not winning it, the prize. And don't make this a habit of everybody calling on the phone. Let me let me call it in because that'll be a mess. Yeah, if I don't have time, I can't take the call. But I had time, so I took the call, and it was a great conversation. Call Barry. He likes it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't dislike it. It was a good talk. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, The basic premise is that if you're putting out negativity like you do about my diet, Mm -hmm. you're just going to get negativity back. I have a problem with you putting negativity about my diet. And then I say, I ate a salad instead of eating the, the, the food that we had at the event, and you berated me for the five minutes it took me to eat the because salad. Because it was a competition. We had to try five different pizzas and pick the thing, and you go, yeah, I'm not doing it because this is not healthy for me. What does that have to do with you? It doesn't hurt you in any way. Yeah. You got extra pizza. You should be happy. That's why people don't like you. You don't want to, you don't play you don't play along with, with the thing. Everybody's doing something. You, you, last night you, you jumped up and did a flip because that was part of the thing. But if they said, "Okay, everybody taste this pretzel just to see what the pretzel," you say, "No, I'm not eating that." Correct. 
Correct. And I paid the price for my little gymnastics Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. By the way, you are paying the price for all the things. You did some skateboard thing before. You got hurt. You were injured. And you did the next thing. How old are you now? 44. 44. The end of the month. You're in great shape and all that stuff, but you're going to hurt yourself because you do it every time. You hurt yourself. And I'm saying that out of caring for you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I can't (laughs) stop and I won't stop. But you won't eat a cheese curl. No. There's something wrong there. Huge. There's something wrong. That's why he's getting hurt. I'm not putting a ding dong in my the, mouth either. Right. You don't taste the ding dong in the cigar. No. That was the other cigar. was the ding dong. This is spicy. Mm, very spicy. This, has a, this mm-hmm. has a nice spice to it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to it. Let's get to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Can I get a yeehaw for that? Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, you and I were listening to the voiceover samples. And they were funny, the cowboy ones. He had, yeah, he had lots of different ones. Uh, I have here a Bandolero Firecracker complete. This is the finished product. We we only have one single. They're on their way, but we only have one single right now. And this is going to go to the winner of the Classic 3-Way today. So maybe you guys will ch- try a little bit. I have five <laughs> questions and no tiebreaker. What? If there is a tie, yeah, we got- I win. You keep it. I get to keep it. Whoa. So I'm hoping for a tie, and you guys are hoping to win. So there's no tie thing. You're going to try to win. It's one point for close without going over. It's two points for exact. Ed is our champion. So Ed goes first. Are you ready? I am ready. U.S. Airways Flight 1590, piloted by Captain Sully Sullenberg, landed in the Hudson River after the plane flew into a flock of geese shortly after takeoff, resulting in severe damage to the plane's engines. There were no fatalities. That happened today, January 15th. What year? I remember it, but it could be in almost any decade. Uh, 2003. 2003 is what he says, Mr. Jonathan. 2006, and I think I got two points. 2008, because you were involved. 2003, 2006, 2008. The winner is 2009. Barry Stein will take the Damn point. It. One right. point for Barry. Barry, if I can't win, I want you to win. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number two goes to Mr. Jonathan. Wikipedia, a free internet-based encyclopedia that operates under an open-sourced management style, debuted. It was founded by Jimmy Wheels and Larry Sagner. Today, what year? Wikipedia. 2011. 2011. 2002. 2002. I'm going to go early. I bet it was around before it became popular, so I'll go 1997. 1997 will take it. 
It was 2001, Barry. Oh, so close. 2002. So Barry has a point. Ed has a point. And Pam has a point because she mouthed that to me. She has two points. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, this is over to Barry. Question number three out of five. The American television series Happy Days, a nostalgic comedy being set in the 50s and 60s, premiered on ABC TV today. What year? Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. 1976. 76. 1972. 72. 1970. 70. 70. It was 74, so 72 will take it, Ed Sullivan. 72. Ooh. We have two points for Ed Sullivan, one for Barry, and Mr. Jonathan. Goose egg. Has a goose egg. Over to maybe Ed Sullivan got, again. Maybe he got the Dane Bramage when that thing hit him in the head. Maybe. <laughs> so there's an excuse. Um, in the first Super Bowl game, the Green Bay Packers of the National Football League defeated oh. the Kansas City Chiefs of the American Football Barry's League probably gonna know. by a score of 35 to 10. That happened today. What year? I, I watched what? it, actually. Oh, is it me again? It's you. I have no idea. 1968. 1987. 57. 66. 66. It was 67. You'll take the point, Barry. Uh, I was close, though. The game happened in January. I should have added one. Now. See, see, Jonathan, they had championship games for a long time, but it wasn't a Super Bowl until that year. I'm glad because I I have never followed hockey in my life. (laughs) Um, I have one more question, and we have Ed with two, Barry with two, and you got zero. a good shot at this, yes. Dave. If Jonathan gets a point, yeah, you win. I win because there if is I get th- one or two but, points, you win. But Correct. then he'll probably take the cigar with him when he leaves. I have it. I don't know. Keep I have it it's over it. here. So I'm rooting for Mrs. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> I do this often. I'm a rooter for Mrs. Jonathan. Who is this? This is over to this is me. To you. Martin Luther King Jr., American religious leader and civil rights activist, was born in Atlanta, Georgia, today. What year? MLK, today's his birthday. Song about it. There's a song about it, right? 1932. 32. 36. 36. Uh, 1924. For the point, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan is the champion. What was the year? 29. Yeah. I figured, go low. Can I didn't pass want that to... over to Ed Sullivan and look how beautiful that is? I'll hold on to this for you. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be off by one, Dave. You know how I go off by yeah. one, over by there one. There was a uh, couple of those that happened there, but uh, that is it. So uh, the Cigar of the Year on Cigar Aficionado was the Padron 1964 anniversary. Not anniversario, by the way, uh, because right. there, was a, there was a lawsuit on that that uh, Davidoff controlled the word or whatever. So it had to be changed. It, it started off as anniversario and then quickly changed to anniversary. Torpedo, natural. Uh, we're going to go take a deep dive into this in the after show because mm-hmm. we don't have enough time. But um, that cigar came out for the 30th anniversary of Padron. Right. Which it's called a 64 because that's when 64 
So it came out in 1994. Right, 64 is, plus 30 equals 94. But this is the cigar of the year of 2021. And it's a cigar that came out 28 years ago. Hmm. That's my problem. Great cigar. Well, we don't have to do the after show now. Because <laughs> blew the entire thing. <clears throat> we didn't blow the whole thing. That's, that's my problem. But maybe you don't have a problem with it. Uh, but I think that's the last you're going to hear on the after show of these cigar um, lists. Yeah, we're, lists. Just, we're done with it for this year, right? Please. Please. Although I don't know if all the lists are done yet. <laughs> I'm sure like we're going to chime going. in about the consensus. And we'll have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The consensus, which is everybody grouped together except for us. There's other people that actually, Beer Duplissy, who uh, does mm. Omar or. Spit it up. I can't think of what his show is called. Oso. Oso. Yeah, that's it. Oso Fumar. Yeah. Um, he's not allowed either because he used to work at a cigar store. He doesn't, he doesn't even work there anymore, mm. but huh. he used to work at a cigar store, so he's out. So if you know too much about the industry, you, you, you can't get in. It's just uh, somebody who uh, puts a blog, mm. a YouTube, or makes a list. You're, you're okay, but... I, I just know that I'm excited to get off the show because legendary comedian Tony V just walked in. Wow. Took a seat. I'm going to... Say hi to him. Tell him a joke. Don't tell Sometimes him. I tell him a joke and sometimes he laughs. Everybody does that. <laughs> don't and don't they, tell him that the cigars are killing him. I won't. No. Won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> that won't go well. <laughs> Never. All right. Don't forget, Friday is the meatball event, 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, just tune in to YouTube or Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. We'll be there live. Oliver Naveau is if the champion. If you're subscribed, you'll get the notification. That's We're going subscribe. live as well. Subscribe, right. Um, it says it right on the page. Subscribe. Yeah, so what you do is you go onto YouTube and you subscribe, oh. and you will automatically get a notification that sure. says, oh, okay, it's That on. sounded like it hurt for you to it pronounce does. the beats. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's painful. What, what do you think of the 2023 firecracker early on? It's, it's, it's like unfair. But no, it's it's, it, 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 it literally is the right, almost there. It's, yeah. it's go, going in the right direction yeah. for sure. So they get the idea of the firecrack. Held right. on to the, the spicy kick all the way through. Mm -hmm. It's close. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not a bad first attempt. Sometimes they go overboard on the firecracker aspect I'm gonna to give get you, started. I'm going to give you a little hint on the um, big poppy firecrackers coming Ooh. out in March. No sample. No idea what it is. You don't know like. what it is. No idea. No uh -huh. idea. So it's all on them. Whooey. We brought them some old firecrackers of other people's firecrackers yeah. and then we thought we were going to get some uh by november with it didn't happen but um i'm going to refer to that cigar as the bunt the bunt oh because you know he has the slugger and little bat bunt. <laughs> i did see the packaging idea of what that's going to yeah. look like of a rendition of it and it's very unique something very very different for a firecracker of how that's going to look box of 20 but it if he pulls this off, it's going to be mm. it's going to be a collector's item anyway. It's going to be an awesome, awesome thing. So we look forward to that. That's it. Next week, uh, what does it cost to start a cigar brand? Steve Saka promises to tell all. Uh, we're going to try this show again immediately following the meatball on Friday night. So catch both shows. 
next week. Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, and Saturday at your regular time or whenever you want to um, watch or listen to The Cigar Authority. The Meatball will not be a podcast. It's only available on video, right? That is correct, sir. Okay, so until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.